Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Hey, today's topic I'm so excited about. It's another installment in some teachings we've done on the seven levels of blank. So I, I'm going to put the searchy link in the description absolutely go in there and just type in seven levels and you'll see all kinds of of podcast episodes that we've done. So this one today is seven levels of boundaries. So we're really talking about how do you know and enforce the boundaries that you want in your life in all areas, such as uh, family, fitness, finance, fun, uh, you know, career, job, uh, pick anything. And we need to be able to know what boundaries we want, and also to enforce them in a way that communicates and connects, uh, but doesn't uh, force it on other people. So I'm going to share with you what each of the seven levels are, what it means in relationship to boundaries, and then also how do you move from the, the one level to the next level? So this, this episode is going to be chock full with all kinds of stuff for you. You will want to take notes. So if you are driving or doing something active, just know you'll want to return back to this and take notes at some point. Okay. Oh, and what's really great about it. I I don't think I've shared this with you guys enough is that when you use that search engine link, so let's say, you know, in, in, if you're listening to this, well, Usually it takes about two hours. So I'm going to post this about eight o'clock in the morning. So let's say by noon on the day that this is posted, you're like, oh yeah, I do want to listen to that, but I'm going to do something active. Like today it's beautifully sunny outside. You might be on a walk. If you want to go and access the transcript. So if you, you're like me and you read a lot faster than you think, uh, listen or watch, then you can go to the search engine link and put in the title of this episode, seven levels of boundaries, and you can access the transcript. Okay. So if you don't want to, you know, break your hand, taking notes today, and you just want the transcript, that's an easy way to do it as well. All right. Enjoy. All right, so let's talk about the seven levels of boundaries. So first of all, if you are a new listener, I I need you to know that we have done well over 600 podcast episodes by now. We have talked about the seven levels of various things. One is the seven levels of awareness. One is the seven levels of love. Uh, Another is the seven levels of forgiveness. So if you would like, you can just go look at our, our search engine link in the description and look up seven levels and you'll get all kinds of information. Okay. So I'm going to try to make this as brief as possible today, especially for those of you who've been really exposed to the seven levels before. So first of all, what I want to do is I want to talk about the seven levels of boundaries. Uh, Let's go ahead and write out what those seven levels are. So I'm going to give you number your, your notes one to seven, and I'm going to tell you what each of them are. Okay. So level one is called animal awareness animal awareness. So this is uh, animal meaning more reflexive, not really thinking. Number two is called mass consciousness. So just like it says mass, uh, it's pretty much what everybody's doing or thinking. 
Level three is called aspiration. So you are aspiring to something. So you want something, but you generally don't do anything to get it. You just are in a state of desire, but no action. Level four is considered the most important level and probably the one that takes the longest time to, to go through. Uh, it is the individual level. Level five is discipline. So in level four, you figure out who you are, what you're about, what you really want in life. You start to make those decisions. Level five discipline is really walking that out. Level six is experience. So now you've been walking it out for a while and, and you're getting more experience over and over and over again. And level seven is considered mastery. So you finally get to that point where you can be, do, and have whatever you want. You're in control. Okay. So for each one of these, I'm going to talk about uh, the, the level and how it relates to your use or non-use of boundaries. And I'm going to give you one idea that will take you from each level. So the, the first level, this animal level, uh, this is where there are absolutely no boundaries. Anything goes. So you can think about it in terms of, uh, it, I'll talk about relationships just because this is where we see it the most. Uh, you know, relationships, if you have no boundaries, it can go one of two ways. You can either, you know, let people do whatever they want to do to you or you do the same to them. So there's dysfunction, lots of drama here. There's no boundaries whatsoever. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of thought in this level. It's, it's usually just by reflex. So depending on how a person has been, um, I guess how they've experienced life up until this point, particularly in the first seven years of life will really depend on, um, uh, you know, if they're in an animal level of awareness, that's how they're going to show up for life. Okay. Uh, I think of boundaries again, if you are an adult and maybe you had no boundaries when you were a kid, or you had a ton of boundaries that were put on you, uh, maybe as an adult, you feel like, no, I don't want to have any boundaries, right? It's either comfortable to you or you go the opposite way from what your parents gave you. And sometimes that can show up in addictions, um, such as not only drugs and alcohol, uh, overeating, or just getting in a, a series of bad relationships. Okay. That means in your area of boundaries, you're at level one awareness. Okay. Now level two awareness, this mass consciousness, this is where, uh, oh, excuse me. So how do you go from one to two? Honestly, with, especially with boundaries, the best way to go from level one to two is having what I call a conversion experience. So some people look at that and they say, oh, you know, somebody's converting to a different kind of religion. It might be a religious thing. Maybe you enter a church for the first time in your life and you find this set of rules that you're like, oh, I can follow this. Or maybe you've been in a, um, a really stifling church in your past and you go to a new church and they do a different thing and you see that you can do things differently. And so you convert to this new way of doing things. Or maybe it has nothing to do with religion and everything to do with, let's say, you know, you're out of control in your eating and, or, um, 
alcohol and you, and you go to AA and you have this conversion experience in learning, um, you know, the rules of, of doing AA well. Okay. So something calls you and usually it's, it's more of a, um, organized fashion that calls you. So there's rules, regulations, and that's how you get up to level two, which is, which is mass consciousness. So your the boundaries are given to you at this point. The rules and regulations are given to you. And usually in, within that system, there's somebody who's going to help you uh, to, to live up to those rules or regulations. So for example, uh, you know, if you go to a church, maybe it's your minister or a mentor. Uh, if you go to AA, you're going to get a sponsor. Um, if you're going to school, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you finally, so for example, when I went to get my master's in early childhood, uh, I'll be honest, as far as a, being a parent, I didn't quite know what I was doing. But when I went to school, I was like, oh, here is the system, the process, the framework that's going to help me be a, a good mom. So it gave me boundaries for the first time in my life. Okay. So in order to go from level two, which is mass conscious, to level three, which is aspiration, uh, you need to be exposed to new ideas. So not just learning the system, process, rules, procedures in whatever conversion thing you had, but now being exposed to different ideas. So for example, like I said, you know, you, maybe you, you um, went to an, a church and they, they told you, here's how you, you know, here's the rules of our church. And maybe you go visit another church or you have friends who are in a different church and they tell you, oh yeah, well, we do it this way. The more you're exposed to new ideas outside of your current realm, the more you'll be able to get to level three aspiration, which basically at that point you look at it and you're like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> maybe maybe that's not what I want in my life. Maybe, maybe what, what's happening currently is not what I want. And so you begin to dream. So for example, usually when you leave your, your family of origin, you go out into the great wide world, whatever that next step is for you, at some point you encounter other people who have had a very different life and experience than you have. And up until the point when you leave, you think that is how you do life. This is how, you know, parents are supposed to act. This is how children are supposed to act. Then you go out into the world and you're like, oh my goodness, no, wow, I could do this or I could do that. Um, this is where a lot of people, they tend to go a little wild sometimes because they see all the choices that they have. So, you know, maybe they fall back down into that animal awareness for a little bit. But at some point you come to that point where you say, you know what, I, I think I want something different in my life. Or maybe, you know, something is happening in your life and you know it's not good, but you don't know how to change it. I hear from leaders a lot that they know that they need better boundaries, but they don't know how to do that. And you see, that is the the transition from level three to level four is when your pain is so bad. So it could be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever. The pain is so bad that you just can't take it anymore that you move from aspiration to individual, where at the individual level, you're actually going to make a choice. See, at the aspiration level, you want a lot of things, but you don't do anything to make it happen. Okay. At the individual level, you choose what you want. So you begin noticing like, okay, 
I'm working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. I don't like that. I'm going to choose to do something different. That something different may be that you're going to choose a different job. Maybe that you're going to, uh, you know, work with your boss and say, I've got to do something. I can't, I can't work this many hours. Maybe that, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you say, is it really worth working this much and working myself to the bone and not being with my family? I've got to create some boundaries here. Could be that you say, hey, listen, I got to create some boundaries around, you know, my food, my drink, my sleep, my exercise so I can take care of myself. So you not only recognize which boundaries that you want, you begin to choose and say, I'm going to make this as a goal. Okay. Now, couple things that happen at this level. First of all, um, time is really important. It takes a while sometimes to move through this level. Also, um, what's going to happen is it's going to seem like you're fighting, it could seem like you're fighting with yourself, with your God, if you will, with your, your family, with your relationships. It's a very, uh, on some levels, it's a very painful level. Okay. Uh, that is a part of the process. Okay. It takes a while to get through here and then you'll experience what we've talked about on some of the other, uh, calls too. uh, the crabs at level four. So, I've never done this myself, so please don't write me an email saying I shouldn't harm wildlife. I've never done this, but I've heard that if you put a bunch of crabs in a pot of boiling water and they're alive, at first, I don't, I don't understand why you would do that, but maybe I need to look into it more. But if, if they're alive, you put them into a pot of water and you boil them, that one crab will stand on top of another to try to get out of the pot. Well, what happens at that point is that the, the crabs that are beneath start pulling on that crab so that they can step on that crab. And this repeats and repeats and repeats until all of the crabs are dead. Okay. This is what happens at level four. I don't care if you're talking about boundaries, awareness, forgiveness, love, whatever. When you start to make changes in your life, whether it be changes to your lifestyle or changes to your work or, or whatever, the people around you, especially at the lower levels of awareness, especially with boundaries, if, if you live with a bunch of people who uh, don't typically have a lot of boundaries, you know, everything goes. Uh, I think the easiest way to reference this is uh, look up the show. Everybody loves Raymond. There was not a lot of boundaries in that family. Uh, the the in-laws lived across the road. And so there was a lot of back and forth. And, and the, the premise of the show was really that there were no boundaries and all of the things that might happen when you're trying to be a family like that with no boundaries. So, when you're trying to move through level four, the folks at level one, two, and three awareness are like those crabs. They're going to be pulling you down. They sense something in you that you're, you're leaving them. There's a, a gulf that's being created. It happens all the time. So I want you to understand that, especially as you're, you're maybe you're in level four right now, or you're just headed into it, uh, that that is a part of the process. It's normal. And it might seem like kind of a death. And, and sometimes it might seem painful. Keep going. 
Okay, keep going. A lot of people when they get to this area, especially with boundaries, especially as I'm talking to my leaders on the Empowered Leaders membership group, uh, I hear it all the time. They're, they're trying to step out, they're trying to enforce that boundary, and something happens and they don't stick with it. And then they fall back to level three. And they're like, Oh, I guess that's just not for me. Yes, yes, it's for you. You just have to keep going. All right, so that's level four. So time, um, continuing the fight and realizing the crab principle is going to be really helpful for you. And uh, also just understanding that when you're trying to talk about your boundaries to level one, two, and three folks, try to keep it as simple and short as possible. Do not rationalize why you are making this choice for yourself because they won't understand. Just be... Um, I won't say forceful, but use your power, the power of your, your voice. So be very firm and gentle with them. All right. So level five, that's discipline. So this is where you begin to enforce those boundaries. Now, usually at the beginning of level five, as you're enforcing your boundaries, just because of the sheer nature of what you're trying to do, most people tend to be very rigid in that. Um, so protecting their boundaries at all costs. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, okay? The one thing I would say, again, is going back to that being gentle and firm. Definitely be gentle and firm, okay? So the firm part, you want to be firm but not rigid and mean, okay? You want to stick up for yourself, but you also want to be gentle about it, okay? Because you can really do a lot of damage, especially in relationships, if you're not gentle. So for example, if you're working with your boss and you've said, hey, listen, you know, I, I can't, I can't work 60 hours a week anymore. This is, this is killing me. And so, you know, when he calls you at work that night, uh, don't answer the phone. Or perhaps you can text and say, remember, I'm not answering the phone after this amount of time. Or you could leave it alone, ignore it, and then the next day you could go, go to work. And if your boss says something about it, you say, well, remember, you know, we're, we're, we're not answering the phone after a certain time at night. So you're being gentle and firm, but you don't have to do it in such a way that you're, you're really harsh with somebody. Okay. And as you go through the discipline level, uh, the thing that really helps you go to the next level is, is continuously communicating your boundaries and learning to communicate and connect with people in the way that they need to be communicated with. So communicating for your boundaries with your spouse or significant other is going to look different than communicating with your children and is going to look different than communicating with your boss. And for many of, of my friends who serve in their churches or their community organizations, it's going to look different there as well. Okay. So learning to communicate in those various ways so that you get your point across, the person understands you, that's a big part of going from level five to level six. So level six is the experience level. So as, as far as boundaries go, uh, when you get to level six, you can understand a key principle here. So let's think about our life as if, you know, my life was a house, 
right? Everybody's life is a house. So if you go down the street, you're going to see every single house is different. It looks different. It feels different. Some are certain sizes, you know, some, some you go in the house and you smell, it smells very different, right? All of our houses are, are different. When you don't have boundaries, you have no fence around your yard. Okay. When you, so that would be animal awareness. When you, uh, come into mass conscious awareness and you're given boundaries for the first time, you begin to build the fence around you. When you get to level three, you start looking around the neighborhood and seeing, oh, other people who have a fence. Interesting. Have you ever tried to make home improvements before? Maybe uh, we're going through this with our roof right now. And you you're like, okay, what would our roof look like? And now I want to go see examples of other people's roofs to see if that's what I want on my roof, right? So at animal level awareness, you're not looking at fences. You're just not. You're just like, no, whatever. I'm just trying to get through life. Mass consciousness, you're focusing on a fence, but you're being given a fence. It's kind of like a, a factory fence is just kind of shipped to you. Here, follow this, put this together, you'll be good. At level three, you realize, well, wait a minute, maybe this isn't the fence that I want. And what are my other options? So you begin to look around the neighborhood and see other people who have fences. And you're like, everybody's is different. That's interesting. And at level four, you choose your fence. You're like, okay, I'm going to put up my own fence. I'm going to order this to my custom, you know, specifications, if you will. Discipline, you, you start putting up the fence and you begin to, to realize that, you know, there are certain nuances of offense that you need to, to think about. So for example, you know, at some point you want to be able to communicate with people. So do you want a 20 foot tall fence that's going to keep you away from other people in your life? Is that the boundary that you want? Do you want a little, you know, two foot kind of hedge thing that's going to allow you to easily communicate and see other people, but yet maybe some people will just kind of step over that two foot fence. Okay. So you get to, to figure out, you know, how do you want to negotiate in this life? At the experience level, you realize that you can actually let down your boundaries. So what you, in this, you know, little story I'm telling you, what that means is that you have a gate in your fence and your gate is the way that you come in and out. And it's the way that other people come in and out of your life. And you can choose to let somebody through that gate. So let's say perhaps, uh, you know, you, you have decided I'm not working after nine o'clock at night and you're enforcing that. Uh, but then you, you get a call at like nine 15 that night and it's from somebody on your team who never, ever calls you. And you just get this sense of like, I think this is going to be important. You get to, in essence, let that person into your fence through the gate. So you're making a conscious choice. It's not like at animal awareness where everything goes and you, you just feel compelled to answer the phone. It's not mass conscious where you're like, no, I absolutely cannot have you here. Right. You're, you're choosing to let that person in. Uh, it, it's just as simple as let's say you're creating boundaries around your lifestyle. So exercise, sleep, eating, uh, eating right. Uh, you know, if you go to a birthday party and you want to have a piece of cake, 
if you're at the lower levels of awareness, either you're, you know, level one is like, I'm going to eat the whole cake. Level two is, oh, I, I absolutely cannot even look at that cake. Level three is like, oh, looking around seeing, well, wait a minute, other people are eating cake. Level four is like, I, I think I want some cake. Uh, level five is, uh, no, no, probably not. It, it, maybe I'll have a piece, but just a bite. And then level six is really looking at it going, yes. I'm going to have that piece of cake and I'm going to really enjoy it. And you enjoy every bite. Okay. So, so you really learn how to let down your boundaries and put them back up again with ease. So you can have a piece of cake and really enjoy that piece of cake. And then at the end, you kind of put your, you close your gate again on that and you just say, okay, here you go. My boundaries back up again. I don't have to go and buy a cake to have it at home. Uh, you know, with your coworkers, maybe you answer that, that phone call and you're like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I answered that. And then you just close the gate again. And let's say your boss calls you at 10 o'clock that night and you're just like, nope, not going to do it. Okay. And, and so you begin to learn how, when to open and when to close. And you really adjust your emotions as you go on throughout that. So if you want to know more about that, go back. Um, you can use our search engine and put in uh, getting off the emotional roller coaster or just put in emotional roller coaster. I did a teaching about that last month and, and that might help you as well. So the way that you move from level six experience to level seven, which is mastery with boundaries is practice, 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 practice opening and shutting that gate as much as possible. And then what happens when you get to level seven mastery with boundaries, this is really, really a cool analogy. You, you create what I call your boundary bubble. So now it's almost, you have a bubble around you and it's very permeable in that you can allow what you want to come in and what you want to go out, but you have full control over whether something comes in or out. So it's, it's pliable, but it, there's also a lot of power for you. So, you know, if you see somebody coming your way, you can make your bubble more firm so that their stuff doesn't get in your bubble. Just as equally, if you see somebody coming your way and you're having a conversation with them and you realize, oh, this is a person I might want to let in my gate, you can do that. So in essence, this, this bubble goes with you wherever you go in the world. So it's not just in your, your little house, <laughs> your little, uh, your routines, it's everywhere. Um, I know that this one is very, very hard to explain. It's almost like there are no words that really apply to this. And so unless you're at level seven in this boundary bubble, you really won't understand it. But I promise you, once you get to level seven, you will totally get it. Okay. And you'll realize that it doesn't matter that boundaries actually don't matter. <laughs> so in a weird way, you go back to at level one, boundaries don't matter because you don't know anything about them and, and you don't see that they're valuable to your life. When you get to level seven, boundaries don't matter in a different way. Um, they don't matter because you get to choose who to let in your, in, in your gate. Okay. 
So how, how do you go about doing all of this? Well, the first thing I always tell people is start small. Uh, you know, there's a tendency when you learn something like this that you're like, oh, yes, I'm going to pick my first, you know, whatever your special relationship is. So maybe you've got a kid that has some issues or a spouse that you have some problems with or a boss, right? And, and that's like your big thing in life. Sure, you can try some of these things and see if that helps. But sometimes it's helpful to choose something that's smaller and a little less emotional. Okay, so let's say you, you have an issue with your boss, but maybe with the kids, you could you could do a little bit more, right? Uh, one of the boundaries that I have with my kids, and they know it, is that they get one lifetime call on mom from school moment. So we I told them since they, they first started school, once in your whole entire lifetime, do you get to call me and say, mom, I forgot X, Y, and Z. And because I wanted them to know that that's still an option. However, you know, we review that often and and they understand I'm not just going to come. Like if you forgot your homework, I'm so sorry, my friend, you'll, you'll need to bring it tomorrow. Right. Uh, My two oldest kids have finally gone through, I think Josiah was a freshman last year and he forgot something he desperately needed for band. And uh, so I was able to bring that to him. Hannah, I think she was in middle school at some point and we, we brought something to her. Uh, and so my 11 year old, she's in middle school this year and she keeps telling them, ha ha ha, I still have my once in a lifetime one. Uh, and some people would look at that and say, oh my gosh, that's so mean. You can, you know, you, you work from home. You can, yeah, I could. This is a boundary that I choose to work on. And I want my children to understand I have boundaries. And guess what? I want to honor your boundaries too. So, you know, if I ask them, hey, would you, you know, um, do me this favor? And they say, well, no, or I've got to wait, you know, a few minutes, I'm finishing this. Oh, okay. I'm going to honor your boundary that you're setting for yourself. And we'll negotiate that. Okay, so start small. Relationships are are really in need of boundaries. Start with the relationships that have the less amount of emotion attached to them. Uh, You might also want to look at, you know, how does this show up in your career, right? Uh, How does this show up in your calendar? How does it show up in your spending? So you can start working on these levels of boundaries in any area of your life. I would highly recommend that you think about certain areas of your life. So I always look at faith, family, finance, fitness, fun. Those are some biggies for me. Uh, So for each area of life, which level of boundaries do you think you're on? And that might give you some awareness too. Sometimes you'll find, oh, I'm really doing really well with boundaries in my eating, but maybe not so much in, you know, work and vice versa. Awesome. Hey, I know this went a little bit longer, but quite frankly, this is this is so needed. Uh, I know so many people in my life that I've been working with that struggle with boundaries and they don't understand why. They're looking for a skill or a how-to or a tip. And in reality, it's all about where are you at in your awareness level with boundaries? Because once you understand that, then you'll know the next step to really work on how to get to the next level. Okay, so this one is more of a a why or a what uh, conversation today than it is a how. So I hope this has really helped you. I hope it got you thinking about yourself and others. Uh, and with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye bye.